0: Happy Friday, guys, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Dubs. I'm your host, Bill T. Well, it's four weeks away, guys, four weeks away until you're done sitting around, and you get to come to town, and you get to drive around Las Vegas on Friday night, Saturday, and Saturday early evening, and to top it all off, you got a chance to win 1500 bucks for first place at Bill and George's One Crazy Weekend Poker Run, Saturday, October 17th. Festivities kick off on the 16th Friday night with an impromptu strip cruise and a day cruise on Saturday morning. We'll have a host hotel, the Orleans Hotel and Casino, when you register. By the time this airs, you should be getting your code for your room rate discounts, and you'll be able to book your room at a special rate to come hang out for the weekend. We're working on some other little bit of uh, surprises possibly for the weekend, but for right now, we're going to have a hangout, a meetup, and a drive around the city, and your chance to win $1,500 smackers. 1500 smackers. Cash money, the only place where it pays. Vegas pays to win. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of guys. Registration's kicking up pretty quick, so you might want to get your stuff situated. Uh, a lot of people getting registered right now, so I'm stoked for that. Georgia stoked. Don't forget. what Listen, on this podcast, what I'm doing right now, I'm asking all my faithful listeners to take the podcast right now. Go down to the details where you can share the link to the podcast. I want you to copy the podcast right now and I want you to send it out to 10 of your Volkswagen friends that may or may not listen to the podcast. And if they don't have the podcast app, go to dubs.libson.com. You can go to Libson link where the podcast is, copy that, it'll universally work on any phone and send it out. My goal is that my listeners get on, leave a review. So we got, I'm, I'm trying to crack 250 reviews. We're at 160 some reviews right now. I got to crack 200, 250 reviews. And then I also want us to get this podcast. The Volkswagen community is big enough to get this podcast in the top 10 podcasts. I know we can do it. We can beat all the Porsche guys. We can beat all the Chevy guys. All those guys out there with all their other car brands, I know the VW community can come together, push this podcast to the top 10. If we do that, that's going to be unbelievable for us, for all of us, because the bigger we get, the better it gets for everybody. And I hope you guys are appreciating the content that we're bringing, because what I'm trying to do is deliver to you guys some good shows. And that's what we got happening today. We got a good show today. I tracked this guy down. <laughs> One of my favorite up when uh, when I was just a Tyke, 1990. 1990- two's october cover has billy shore's pink and white bus he calls it lilac but we're we're, let's let's be honest everybody you know it's got a lilac car it gets called a pink car his 13 window with the dual sliding sunroofs uh that was just so legit back in 89 when i went to my first vw classic and i saw that car there man i was just like blown out of the water so uh, i tracked him down on facebook did a little bit of talking but i'm pretty excited to get him on here he still has the car and we're hoping maybe we'll see him out here for the vegas weekend so uh, I committed him. If he gets it out here, we'll get him hooked up. So uh, trying to get a couple. There for sure will be a couple eighty car, 80s cars on display for all to look at and a couple unique pieces. So uh, appreciate uh, looking forward to all you guys that are going to be coming out for the Bill and George's One Crazy Weekend. If you want to know how to get registered for that, go to the details on this podcast. There will be a hyperlink that takes you right to the page that says Showtime. Click on the bottom Purchase an entry for your $50. You get an entrance into the Poker Run. You get a limited edition only for participants of the rally. They're not available for sale. These are participant shirts only for this event. And you get your chance to win $1,500 cash money. So go to the link and reserve your spot right now. Speaking of cash money, let's talk about our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Ross Wolf. Ross Wolf makes high-quality eye candy pieces for your car. Body-to-pan bolts, distributor clamps, IDA jet covers, and much, much more. Check their website often at rosswolf.com for an always updated catalog. They've got all their pieces are made of T6061 aluminum. They're billet machined, professionally anodized, and it looks legit. So don't forget, support our sponsor that supports your favorite VW podcast at rosswolf.com. R-O-S-S-W-U-L-F.com. If you're looking to pick up some cool Let's Talk Dubs gear, go to letstalkdubs.com slash store. Pick up some cool shirts. We've got some cool shirts, some sticker packs, and uh, more stuff on the way. By the time you guys hear this podcast, I'll be somewhere hopefully out of Texas and driving back home because I'm headed out of town to go pick up a new car (laughs) and wait till you guys see it. But by now, you may have seen a sneak peek. This bad mama jamma That I'm picking up But I'll probably wait till Friday afternoon To start blasting it on uh, on Instagram I'm going to tape the whole trip There will be a whole vlog For this trip I'm going to Texas Picking up a car And I'm driving back So be ready For some fun stuff To look at on the internet So uh, we'll get you some stuff On Instagram or Facebook Don't forget Follow us on Instagram And like us on Facebook And also subscribe To our YouTube channel Because all that stuff Will be there For you guys to get I know I know I've been slacking a little bit Getting some, getting some content Out there guys But don't worry I'm a one man band brother So if we got some fellas out there that want to help edit some stuff, I got a lot of video content from the podcast that could be put on. But either way, man, we're working on it. We're getting it done. And you guys should be happy with what you're getting right now. There's more great stuff to come. But without any further ado, guys, let's get into it this week. Get your October 1992 issue of Hot VWs out and follow along as we talk to Billy Shores on Let's Talk Dubs. A
1: Volkswagen is a nice station wagon to have around the house.
0: Okay, everybody, so on today's show, I've got a special guest. We've been, you know, over the past few episodes, we've been talking about a lot of 80s stuff and things going back and forth, and back in 89, uh, I tell everybody, that was my first VW Jamboree I went to, so the desert boy finally made it to Southern California, beautiful California, and I'm down there, and I'm looking around, and I'm seeing stuff, and my eyes are popping out of my head, and I'm just like, oh, this is the greatest day ever. And I come around the corner, and there's this display that runs alongside in Orange County Fairgrounds, a display where all like the heavy hitter cars are right there. All the stuff is on display on jack stands or whatever. And I come around the corner and I see this lilac-colored bus with dual ragtops. And I'm just like, bro, and, and it got me, because you guys know on the podcast, I'm a, I'm a big wheel guy, like, and it had 16-inch alloys on it. I'm like, oh bro, this car is the business, dude. Like, I just like stared at it forever. Well, that was Billy Shore's bus, his 67 and i tracked him down we you know as we now like stalk people on facebook right randomly shoot out messages and stuff so i stalked billy chatted with him for a little bit found out he actually still has the bus and then lo and behold he happened to be coming to town he shot me texted hey i'm gonna be coming a talent so when you come to town let's do a podcast So on today's show i want to welcome billy shores from Hemet, california welcome to the podcast man thank you bill thanks for having me yeah so we uh so you, like i said your bus was a bus for me that really um it, it inspired me a lot because i love different and your bus was different and and in that game back in those days bugs were everywhere. everybody did bugs 46 different ways yeah but you had to be brave to go and do a bus um I want to get into some of that during the hey, the heydays of you showing this bus. I'm amazed at how you still have it. We're going to get yeah. into all that, but we always start the podcast with, "What is your VW story and how did you get into Volkswagens?"
1: Well, uh, the bus was my first first car, 16, and uh, my dad dad bought it from a friend for 100 bucks. It didn't have a driver's door, didn't have an engine. Um, and it sat for a while, and then
0: slowly but surely started working on it. And but I mean, what made you pick a bus? Like you just
1: I didn't. It just it just it my, picked you. Yeah, it pretty much. My dad bought it. I, I was into other stuff, you know, going surfing, and mm-hmm. and then he brought this bus home. I was like, oh, that's cool. It was all primered grade. I never thought anything about it. You
0: know, stock, stock, stock. High.
1: Just stock is it,
0: it. It was like it, the, it didn't look pretty at all, and I had. And back in the day, growing up, it was like eight is enough. Was like where you seen a bus on TV where Willie had the bus, like late model bay window, and yeah, it was yeah. like surfer dudes had the bay windows. Uh-huh. But buses really weren't they really weren't cool back then. I mean, like like they are today. Like they started becoming in the in the late eighties, early nineties, yeah, when yeah. people started putting money into buses. <clears throat> it was usually like bus people were totally different. Like they those were the guys at Soto. Those were the guys that were all stock yeah. stock height and all that stuff. So you get this bus when do you start getting inspired to do what because this isn't a casual car this is like you went over the top and started building this bus how does that happen
1: uh it it took me a while well from when it was gray and then uh i started getting into it you know going to shows going to pomona swap meets what's the
0: first show so did you have any buddies that were what what part of california you living in at this time
1: uh, I was living in Wilmington, California.
0: So you live in Wilmington. I have Wilmington. one story at Wilmington. I know everybody's like, "This podcast is not about you, Bill," but it's always about yeah, me. Yeah, it's yeah, my no, podcast. No. Yeah. The one time I've been in Wilmington, California, was to pick up my cutlass that I got carjacked in 1992 <laughs> in South Central Los <laughs> Angeles. So I know LAPD's oh, yeah. impound yard uh-huh. is in Wilmington. Yeah. So Wilmington. that's that's my Wilmington connection. But uh-huh. so you're living in Wilmington, yeah. And back then, in the in, in that part of California, there's a lot of dudes with like the deep dish alloys on the back oh, yeah. and like a cow style you yeah. know what i mean yeah um so you start so you're in high school some of your buddies got bugs and bugs are like the hot thing or
1: actually after i got mine then uh, another friend of mine got his bus and then another friend of mine he ended up getting a bus so i was kind of like the you're the trend the star yeah yeah so after that then a friend of mine got a bug and square by now then i just started getting into it you know so right just, so
0: like everybody's got their stuff and you're like okay we got to one up this yeah, thing right yeah,
1: yeah and i had you know i had the the hub caps you know with the
0: Porsche nipple yeah, hub yeah. caps and, and, like uh,
1: the, and i just got tired of those things hub caps flying off while i was driving so i was like yeah, i need to get some rims <laughs> right
0: you're, you're like i'm gonna step it up put some alloys on here yeah. what now now, why did you pick 16-inch alloys? Everybody at the time is doing 15-inch alloys.
1: Actually, I started off with uh, 14s.
0: Oh, the 14s off the 912s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: My neighbor, um, Mike Luna, he actually was working on the Porsche. Uh-huh. And I seen the Porsche alloys. I was like, that's what I want. They were 14s. Right. So, I want to swap me and give me a set of 14s you know shallow Uh uh-huh and then uh the skinny ones yeah yeah you know where they pop out all the way you ain't got no room in the (laughs) fender i was like i need to get something different and then from there the 14s i think i went to 15s and
0: then i went to 16s so it was a progression like you it was just like somebody had some 16s and you're like all right i guess i'll throw those on those no no is, I, right. I
1: worked my way up
0: to the 16s right? Yeah, i mean this is baby steps you gotta start small oh, yeah. work your way up that's it that's it now when you built so when you built this bus you're you're on the cover of hot vw's in october of 19 uh is that 92? 92 92 yeah on the cover and uh, it's got, which everybody referred to it, and that's the crazy part. Growing up, I had my boy, Sean Judge. Shout out to Sean. He had a lilac square back. And you know what everybody called it, right? They're like, hey, bro, why, what you got that pink square back for? He's like, bro, <laughs> it's lilac. It's like, did you live that same that same life of like having to tell people all the time, it's lilac. It's not no, pink, I, it's lilac. Uh,
1: No, I actually got that color off of a hot rod that I, when my bus was in the upholstery shop, there was another I uh, it was like a Uh, Old T, uh, Model T Ford, Uh and he had that color, and he was getting it done. I was like, hey, what's that color, man? He's like, oh, it's lilac. I'm like, I like that color, man. And so right down the street was uh, in Norwalk, Mm -hmm. Autopedic. Yeah. Um, That's where I ended up taking it to and sprayed that color. But before it was that color, you know, like I said, it was gray. And then uh, after that, it was kind of like a purplish with pink stripes. What?
0: Yeah, yeah, my
1: my uncle Thomas, uh, he painted it in the backyard in Wilmington. Right, and I, I was like, man, that's, that's that's the greatest thing, you know? <laughs> right. <That's> a, <laughs> it, like like cool. paint, anytime
0: is way better than like primer. It was, like. It,
1: was, it was all purple, and then it, and you know the, you know the body on those things are hard to get straight.
0: And that's a, so. When you bought it, it was it because I mean, that bus is real straight?
1: It was stripped down. It was it was smashed. It was dented.
0: Who did all the body work on it?
1: Uh. In the beginning, my Uncle Thomas did it. Really? Yeah. He, he he was a body man, and he liked doing that, and and he did a good job. He's like,
0: you buy me some barbecue, I'll come over and That's do it. some body work. That's it. Some holy huli chicken, and he was on it. Some beer. And then, so when you got the bus, was it mostly complete? I mean, you got you're starting no. your starting with your $100 deluxe bus, yeah. and you weren't even into buses, so you didn't even know how no. lucky you were to get a deluxe, right? No. Because back in those days, a deluxe bus was like, I mean, when I found mine, it was a big deal. You know, you normally saw combis everywhere you went. Yeah. So you roll up in this deluxe, you find this thing, uh, you start doing paint body, you get into it. Yeah. Now, how how was this thing lowered? Because back then, it, you know, bus boys was just the bus boys had the rear covered, right? Right. And on the front, they made adjusters, but some of us fellas from the hood would just get like a chisel and then just bang out. No, no, I did, bang out the leaves. You know, I did <laughs> I
1: did it right the right way. I ended up getting the. The, the front end kit from Bus Boys, Nice. And then I had a, a friend in Wilmington. He he had a 23 window. Yeah. His name was uh, Tony. And uh, him and another friend came over one weekend and they lowered it.
0: Yeah, they helped you out. Get, yeah, yeah, yeah. They put the adjusters in there and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, did it nice. right. Yeah. so
1: Nice. I was like, let's put it all the way down. Let's see what it looks like.
0: <laughs> it, it looked good. And, I mean, this is, you know, you're running 16, 16s with a decent tire on there. And this is before, like, you know, nobody's tubbing front ends. Nobody's narrowing uh, yeah. front beams. So I'm assuming the beam on that car is still stock width. Stock, yeah. Yeah, so you got stock beam. And then on the rear, you've got 16 by? 16.8. eight. Sixteen. <laughs> and
1: eight. I think it ran uh, the Type 3 uh, rear end. Yeah, the, the bus boys short, kit yeah, with the Type 3. Yeah, that, short axle, yeah. And
0: that's a tight fit. Now, how did you – so how were you adapting those wheels to fit? Um, You told me a little story earlier about how you uh, you made your – Well, you made, the, the fronts, yeah. Because you're kind I, of craftsman. Like you made your own wheel adapters.
1: Yeah, the fronts. Before I even know they had adapters, I went and built my own. I'm like, how the hell am I going to get these Porsche Alloys on my 5-lug so drums? Get, you,
0: you get these wheels. They're 5-on-130. Your drums are 5-on-205, and you're like – I got to get these to fit. Yeah. So you come up with an idea to make some adapters.
1: That's it. I just I went and got a piece of steel, cut it. <laughs> uh, cut the diameter out and drilled the holes to match the original uh, right. drums. And then I took that off and I put them on the backside of the Porsche alloys, drew that out, drilled it through, <laughs> made Did, my own I adapters. Just, I,
0: just I just drilled it through and put studs on the backside. Tapped in the studs.
1: I got the studs from, uh, Bill and Steve's. Yeah. Went over there
0: and got the, man. That's a, that's a lot. I'm remember some of that stuff. That is a lot of work. I mean, just to make that, that's a yeah. lot. Yeah. And it, then
1: after I got it all done, then they come out with the, you know, the adapters. But They came
0: out with it. You went by the store and you're like, oh, yeah. they, they make something for uh, that already. I'm like, damn. Because <laughs> so, uh, uh, the hard part with doing wheel adapters and stuff like that is if you're making your own, because I've, dr- I've drilled my own, wheel adap- my own drums or rotors. Yeah. Uh, from four lug to four lug, four lug uh, to five lug Porsche. But I, what I did is I used the four lug to five lug adapters and there's a through bolt that locks it in place. And then I just drill press it and then, you know, put the studs in. I did that back in the day when I was building one of my cars back in the day. But for you to go and build your own adapter, I mean, yeah, I, like like you drove it I, like I, I, I
1: was pretty creative back then, you know. Yeah.
0: It and it was round, like 70, it wasn't out of round and it was like I mean, I,
1: I tried to get it, you know, I filed it a little bit, you know, around right. the edges. But I got it.
0: But it worked, huh?
1: It worked, man, for years.
0: For years, you running those homemade oh, yeah. adapters homemade on the Homemade adapters. That's crazy.
1: I think it was probably half inch thick uh, steel.
0: That's some thick steel. Yeah,
1: yeah. and it didn't taper nothing. I just tapped the studs in there, and wow, it worked, man.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> so, so you go into doing that, and the bus is a driver. Now, this bus, you you when you started showing it, how how crazy would you get showing it? Like you just park it or you had a whole display set up and Well when, the ground. When I first everything.
1: started going, you know, I, I would, I wouldn't have a display, you know, when I, when I, my uncle first painted it.
0: And was it detailed underneath?
1: No, I, I never had a detail. I just, it was just powder coated. Uh, well, you know, the undercarriage, uh-huh. the black. Um, and that's what always got me. When I went to the shows, I just park it, you know, no display. And right. <laughs> these guys next to me, you know, be on mirrors and jack stands and like, i'm never gonna win <laughs> you know, right. i can't compete against these guys you
0: know right right because yeah. you because you you drive your bus right it's not I dri- it's I drove, not a trailer corner. no no
1: I, I drove it to all the shows I never it, it and they were trailer and you show.
0: were living where at the, the time? i was in living wilmington and you would drive to irvine
1: i drove to irvine orange county and you know all the local shows you know n- nothing far
0: right you weren't showing up on a trailer unloading it then no. had all, all your display stuff in the back because when you started displaying your stuff it was like uh was yeah, a-
1: it was a simple display, you know, I had like chains and mm-hmm. rocks, you know, and then, and then I moved up, I started off with the rocks. And then mm-hmm. after that, I went to like a, just a clean vinyl display, you know, right. still with the piping and everything. And then, uh, then I was like, man, I need to get some Chrome on this display, you know? Mm-hmm. So then I went to Home Depot, bought all the three quarter inch, um, the copper pipe right and i took all that pipe and all had it all chrome plated all the fittings and everything and then i went and bought some more sh- panels and had this the same material as my interior mm-hmm. put on the panels and that's the final uh, display that the I perimeter used. so yeah. you had
0: all the the you had the display and everything all yeah, tied yeah. in to match the bus yeah and so when's the first time like how long does it take you from the time you get it to where it looks like on the cover of the magazine?
1: Um, from start to finish, I, I, I got the bus when I was 16. Uh, so.
0: Or 92. You're how, you're how old on the cover of that magazine?
1: I was 22 right there.
0: 22 years old. <laughs> <laughs> 22 years old. And then the girl <laughs> sitting passenger, she a friend of yours? Uh um, Or she's just a model? <laughs> I wish I could lie, but nah. <laughs> <laughs> You try to front all your buddies like, ah, that's no, my girl. We broke up. She actually, lives a, uh, She lives in Texas.
1: Uh-huh. No, that was Patty Bozay. She was actually one of the nicer models back then. And, yeah, she um, posed with
0: a lot of the cars yeah, in the magazines, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, uh, Robert Smith, he was actually the photographer for VWs yeah, back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he comes R-K. out. Okay, he R-K. comes out here every now and yeah, again. His, I, his boy I, lives out here. I haven't seen him in a long time, but uh, he's he's actually the one that that uh, saw my bus in the parking lot at the classic, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Here's my number. Here's my card. I got to get you, man. I got to get you." I was like, "All right, cool, man." So. We met up in the at the Hot VW uh, place in uh, Costa Mesa.
0: Uh huh. Costa Mesa.
1: And that's where we took the pictures over there. Nice. And and uh, he's like, yeah, we're just gonna have a model and take some pictures and everything. And so she was sitting in the bus, and I was like, man, that's my bus. I was like, I want people don't know that's my bus, you know? Right. So he's right. like well, if you want to go sit in there, I was like, yeah, yeah, I want to go sit in there, you know? <laughs> and he's like, after, after the photo shoot, he's like, you know, you're, you're probably one of the first guys to actually take a picture with the model in the car right, on the cover. Yeah. And I was like,
0: Shh, that's cool. Nice. Setting, setting some more benchmarks for the fellas yeah, in yeah. Wilmington, right? Uh-huh.
1: And I had a buddy of mine, um, at the time he worked at, uh, Vaughn's in, uh, Carson. Uh-huh. And, uh, when the magazine came out, he, he put all the magazines all the way across. Oh, did he? Yeah. Put them all full display? Like, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he had a bus at that time, sure, too. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, Eddie, Eddie Kapoor, he had a 23 window.
0: And then, so this bus had what was different. Another thing different about this bus is you had dual ragtops in this bus. Yeah. where did you get that idea for the dual ragtops?
1: I just wanted more air ventilation right you know and you know i've always seen the single big rag tops on the 21s and 23s and like ah, i think i'm gonna try something different so you know it's all about being different
0: yeah just something to stand out so, so I, you
1: know i wanted something from the front and then where we're sitting in the back you know they can open up their rag you know be separate from the front so
0: and then on this bus you just had the front seat and the back seat right you know no middle seat on yeah this, right? no
1: um I think when my dad first bought it, there was a middle bench and I took it out. You're like Because we used to go surfing, you know, get with my this friends. piece of
0: trash out of here. <laughs> yeah. <and laughs> $500 like, seat, throw it room. in the garbage. We need room in there when we go, go
1: to the beach, you know. We used to go to Redondo Beach and we all our boogie boards in the middle and everything. So, yeah, I took that bench out and it was more room. It was cool.
0: And then b- back in these days, everybody had a system in their car. Oh, yeah. Did you have a system? Is there a system in this bus?
1: Well, yeah, it was a uh, called. Three. It was called.
0: His wife's in the studio it, it and She <laughs> she started laughing right now because I said there must be some story with the system because she's over here giggling like well, crazy. <laughs> I
1: had this gold. I had this gold rock star stereo back in the days, and I had one six by nine that was behind the driver's seat, and you know I had no bass. I had no so you know I didn't know nothing about sounds back right, then. Right, right. But we'd cruise down Long Beach, and I heard all these you know lowrider cars. Boom, boom, bouncing. And I had my friends in the back. And I'm like, hey man, start start pounding on the back, you know, on the you know, the engine I was like, let's get some bass going, you know. So I have my six by nine going, and I have my three friends in the back seat, they're
0: boom, boom, pounding on the engine. <laughs> they're beating on the on the engine cover. Yeah, yeah, Just t- trying to make some bass. Uh, I
1: was like, Man, we gotta get some woofers. So after that, that's when I decided to upgrade the stereo system.
0: You stepped it up and what what kind of system did you have in it back then? Um
1: back then I had four
0: was it Sirwin Vegas in that in that? No, bus? no. Uh, shoot, I can't even remember. It might have been Kickers. Yeah.
1: And then I went to, in the end, I went to um, the Fosgate, the Punch Woofers.
0: Yeah, and you still got sounds in and out today?
1: <laughs> yeah, but it ain't that great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same system for like, what, 20 years? Hey, listen. I, you, will the, will you put- I actually ended up taking them out because the woofers? It actually fell out of the, the magnet.
0: The woofer fell out? Uh, yeah, it fell out. You can't buy that stuff at a swap. no, nah, nah, nah. This, has, this has got the sticker nah, on it. Nah, don't nah. mean it's the real one. Uh, it,
1: yeah, I don't have any base anymore. It fell out.
0: So, so. you, you got to get some subs back in. the But yeah. now you still have this bus today, and the bus is still mostly in the same condition. I mean, it's never been left outside in the rain or neglected or any of that kind of stuff.
1: Pretty much, pretty much been in the garage the whole time.
0: And now what, so you're, you're on the show circuit and you're going show after show after like every, how long are you showing this bus? You show this bus for a good two years. I'm thinking,
1: uh, actually from 92 all the way to 2001.
0: Really? So you showed it at every show until 2001. And then what makes you, what makes you take a, what makes you dip out and stop showing the bus?
1: Well, you know, going to all these shows, you know, you know, seeing all these other guys, but. You know, chrome underneath, you know, I was like, right, there's no way, you know. So I just cleaned it up, you know, changed the motor, changed a few things, you know, the system, tweaked the interior a little bit. Um, and the last show that I entered was the Jamboree 2001, and it was a Hawaiian show. So we, me and my wife, put the Hawaiian display out, and uh, that's when I took best the show. Yeah. That was like the ultimate goal. I mean, it was a huge goal to make cover. And yeah. I was like, That's let's
0: talk cool. about that for a second. So you're well, all your all your homeboys in Wilmington. And like, you, we know how buddies are. Like everybody's bust. Like, oh, look at those. Yeah, ghetto yeah. Dish You got on your car. You're busted up paint or you whatever. And then like, what, what's the feeling you get when your car, like you finish your car and they didn't, they, they usually don't tell you if you're going to get the cover. Like it comes out and then yeah. you're just like, pow. Like, my car's on the cover. Like, what was your feeling like when you saw all that hard work and everything on the cover of the magazine?
1: You know, I didn't, when Robert said, hey, we're going to do a photo shoot, I I never thought it was going to be on the cover. He's like, yeah, we're going to do a photo shoot. You need to be in the magazine. All right, cool, cool, you know? And then when it came out, he's like, hey, did you see the magazine? I was like, no. I was like, you're on the cover. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, that just blew my mind right there. And that was like like the ultimate
0: I mean, especially what a lot of young young kids nowadays don't know is like, now everybody's five minutes from famous with Instagram or this or that. If something goes viral and the 50 million people have seen it, and, like, and 20 minutes later it's no big deal. Like, yeah, we've seen it, No big yeah. deal. But like, you know, back in the day when Hot VWs was our internet, like the magazine was our internet. That's where we went to get what's the newest, the coolest, the latest, the greatest, because it was like hey 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 can i borrow your phone can i make a long distance call call my homeboy down in uh, california to see what they're doing down there what like it, there wasn't this network of ease of communication so what the younger generation takes for granted is that the value of the cover of a magazine with your car would shoot up the value of that thing like especially at this time the japanese are all over buying up everybody's cars oh, yeah. like as we've been talking to people from the '80s, and and I've been reaching out to people on Facebook. Hey, do you still got the car? Do you still got? Oh no, I sold it. I reached out to the dude from Cat's Rag, right, which is this purple rag top, and uh, I reached out to to the guy, uh, and and I said, Oh man, I wonder if you still got the car, because a lot of guys like you, there's there's quite a few guys that still have their cars because that's the car they built when they were young. You know what I mean? Right, and, right. and there was no ever really, never really reason to sell it, so they just kept it. Just sits in a garage or whatever the case is. But when, you know, when you get to cover the magazine and if you go to Pomona, just because some, now sometimes the process at Pomona is like you go to Pomona picking up parts and doing all this stuff. And then when your car is done, like you just take it down there, you just drive it down there. Bring all your broke friends that need to buy parts for their bu- their buckets. Like you used to take them down to Pomona, and put yours on display down there. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then if you're in the magazine, it's like a whole different status level, especially back in the day. Like you show up, just like, oh, that's the one from the magazine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and, it, and for me, I know it was just like the ultimate goal of getting my car in the magazine. How? So did you become like the mayor of Wilmington Volkswagen's like all right guys come here let me tell you how to get <laughs> No no I, I mean
1: after it hit the cover I was pretty much known in Wilmington cuz everybody knew my bus Right and um yeah that was just a long time achievement to get I mean even just to be in the magazine yeah. was like a huge deal and I remember <clears throat> going to a show and I think a picture of my bus was in the background you know, tiny little piece you could barely see. And I, I got all excited. Hey, look, man, you can see my bus in the back, you know, before you know, I had it all fixed up. Right. And then when I found out uh, it was going to be featured in, you know, inside the magazine, I'm like, oh, all right, man, this is, this is cool, man. Yeah. And then when it came on the cover, I was like, whoa.
0: And then, dry, I mean, and, and what a lot of people, are, what I didn't realize, you know, until we get to talking is that, I thought this bus, cause it was always on with a display and all stuff, I thought like, oh, this dude's got a trailer hidden around here somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And we talked about you used to drive it to the shows all the time. Would you take that out Saturday night cruising, cruising the strip, oh, yeah. do whatever? Like, yeah. I mean, did you take it out in Wilmington and cruise like, because oh, yeah. lo- oh, obviously yeah. you had your boys on the base in the back. Uh-huh. Used yep. out there. Yeah, I
1: had to carry my boys. I, that was my <laughs> base right there. <laughs> you had to get
0: the subwoofer, mid-range, and tweeter uh, uh-huh. all with you in the back of the car. Oh
1: yeah, no, I, I used to cruise that thing all over. We used to go to Whittier and you know the strip down there and Long Beach.
0: Now, did you ever? Because so I, I'm a little privileged, right? Because we I'm Vegas privileged. So we grew up here where the only time I was carjacked was in South Central Los Angeles in my Cutlass, and uh, that's that's a whole other story. But down in California, my understanding was like you couldn't sleep if you had a nice Volkswagen. You couldn't, like, leave it parked outside. There was no – did anybody ever try – did you ever – anybody try some shenanigans with your bus ever?
1: Um, I remember somebody broke into it when I was working at a Sears.
0: Hold on a second. So you were working at Sears, you drove that to work?
1: Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't like that. Uh-huh. It was it was, uh, it was the other color, the purple with the pink stripes. Right. Um, yeah, I parked it. At, I was bumping. You know, they, they say, hey, never bump and park. Right, right. Because people hear it, and then they watch. You're and like, when boom, you park, mm-hmm. yeah, and then when, as soon as you get out, like, okay, let's see what he's got in there. Right. And I, I made that mistake. I was bumping on the way to work, and I pulled in the parking lot, went in, came back out, back trunk was open speakers are gone <laughs> I
0: like, just it. one lonely I six like, I left it. there gold rock stars <laughs> bun bun <laughs> like a homeless person on the side of the road laying in there uh, so you could try to listen to some tunes but after struggling. That,
1: that was it you know i was i tried to keep, keep it in the garage as much as i could
0: and then... that's that's nuts because that's a that's a super nice car and and based on you know how you've kept it all these years I'm looking forward to the next time. So so, so you guys know, uh, Billy and I were talking off air, and I was telling about the show coming up. Don't forget, October 16th and 17th. Uh, not a sh- It's not a show. It's a VW Drivers event. But I talked to Billy, and I said, you know, if you bring that bus out here, um, you know, maybe we might get a deal where I can get you set up inside on a display or something like that so people can check it out, just kind of a throwback type thing. And he says, you know, I don't know about driving it out here. I- <laughs> <laughs> and that's how that's how committed he is like he his attitude back in the day was like show car daily driver car like that's oh, kind of a lot of guys were like that where your car that was your show car on the weekends was your driver during the week you know what right, i mean right. and it's and it's it's funny how so many cars that are in the magazine that were featured that were built all back in the day were all by High school age kids had a paper route or bussing tables or doing whatever, but everything they did or they got a job at a body shop and everything they did, they did for like, you know, your life is your car. And it's like, all right, well, my goal is to finish that thing. But it's just interesting how the dynamics have changed and kind of old school is like, yeah, you know. Uh, I don't know if I'd want to drive it all the way out here, and, yeah, I, was like, yeah. and I was like, "No, we'll coordinate getting you a trailer. We we'll see, yeah. we got. I'm sure we can look up some homies in uh, Hemet over there <laughs> and find somebody out there and hem it to the. To, I mean, if, if I, I had a out. good
1: tune up on it, I might drive it out here. You know, it's been a while. You know, that thing's got but- some oil leaks and. Carburetors need to be adjusted. Listen, and listen. Look, Billy. You a good Billy, guy in Hemet to come over there and
0: hook it up. Yeah, so if anybody out there in Hemet can dial in his car, get his car tuned in. he's Because uh, she's kind of been in the garage only for special occasions. She's probably coming out recently, so she could use a little tuning and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure some people out in Hemet uh, will we'll connect some people up in Hemet. Hit me up at, bill at letstalkdubs.com and then we'll pass your information on to Billy so that you can uh, maybe give him a hand, get my hand getting this thing dialed in, you know, because – it's uh and nothing's changed on it since originally displayed, other than minor things just to keep the car going. Nothing's really been changed. What motor's in it?
1: I uh, ended up getting a <clears throat> from that picture. Mm-hmm. Ended up getting the Ber- Bernie Bergman motor, nineteen fourteen. Okay, and that was the motor I had in.
0: And that's uh, after the feature, so it's a diff- yeah, that different was motor. was in the feature?
1: Yeah, from that feature, I actually the the st- stereo system got changed.
0: And you don't have the big white ramp with the with no, the vinyl with the steel nah, grill nah, subwoofers. No, that's old school. It.
1: Well, now it's it's flat and the box is the white with the lilac uh, wrapped around. Yeah, it, yeah, and I got the. It's an, yeah. No, I'll I made ha- some changes. Here's this, here's
0: what's funny. Here's here's what's funny. Me and my boy, me and my boy Miguel, right? We're at the swap meet up at the Red Barn up in San Jose, and I'm walking through the swap meet, and my boy Tony Marisi. shout out to all these fellas that are listening, and. I'm walking to the swap, meet and I see the old Serwin Vega box. You know the MTX boxes, uh-huh. the pre made boxes with the Wolf or the tweeter and the port and everything in it? I see a box, and my buddy tells me, What are you doing, Bill? I'm like, Hey, man, how much for that box? I can't I <laughs> $75, or something like that. Had two, I think it was two Serwin Vega 12s, uh-huh. and then some tweeters and some mid range. And then bo- before I get from where I bought it, dragging it back to my bus, I'm like, Bro, this is old. I've been telling people, 80s is coming back. 80s is coming back. Don't worry. You're going to uh-huh. see them. 80s coming back before i get to the car miguel negotiates it from like bro come on man hook it up hook it up he's like i said what do you i said you going to put inside cuz he got he has a lilacish uh 23 window up in the bay area i'm like you going to put it you going to put in that bad dog 80s throwback? he's like you know it i said all right bro you got it <laughs> but it's like it's so funny things that we look at as 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 technology evolves from the old you know uh ipods and all that kind of stuff you look at the old stuff like ah that's crazy and then 10 years later it's worth a ton of money you know so it's like all those old speakers all the old subwoofers and it's not so much that they're worth a ton of money they're hard to find which pushes the value up it's a supply and demand issue but there's a lot of guys our age that are like no no i like the old like the old amp and i know the newer ones more you know more powerful smaller all and stuff. but I like the one that says the punch on it you know what right, i mean right. or you know that kind of yeah. stuff And this resurgence of our hobby which is now this is me getting kind of nerdy in the demographic speaking of people of how they spend money and enjoy their life in their mid-40s to their mid-50s is when people start like that's when you get like the midlife crisis you go buy the corvette or you do whatever but i think our generation is like we just want to connect with the stuff that we had when we were younger like and that's why a lot of us keep these things that we built, and then later down the road, like oh, you know, what? I'm gonna get the bus back going. I'm gonna get this dialed in, I'm gonna redo this a little bit. And mm-hmm. and it, there's just been this big resurgence in our hobby because a lot of it, the guys are in are in our they're in our age group. You know, this is 92, so 92. You were 22, so you're you're 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 48. So, it's like, I'm two years younger than you when that magazine comes out. And I'm, a, nah, I'm not going to lie to you. When I'm looking at this magazine, I'm like, oh, I'm never going to build something that nice. Like, holy cow. Like, how much money does it take? Because my problem is, the sh- I had the original VW struggle. I'm driving and building. Driving and building. Oh, like, yeah. driving and building. Drive- and then I didn't have no hookups. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it was like, paint job for me was like, man, how can I afford thousands of dollars for a paint job?
1: Yeah, I did a lot of that work myself. I actually did that bus three times. When it was gray. and it was purple. And then... The current color. But I did all my panels. I went and bought, uh, I forget the name of the Porsche, but I went and got the panels, made right. my material, you know, glued it You did your on. foam, your vinyl. You yeah, did everything. I did. I did all that. I did as much as I could. You know, I tinted the windows back then, you know, did as much as I could.
0: And what's, <clears throat> what's unique about that timeline is a lot of cars, there was always the cars, like we recently had Chris Addington on the podcast with the guy who built Rod Buster that had, it, he's the guy that took the show car thing and then just went boop, over the top. Like no one could ever compete yeah, after that yeah. because his whole chassis was custom machined out of billet and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and that's on a whole nother level. But the beauty about our hobby is the crowd will be just as big around a full custom as it will be, on a bus that's lilac with two sunroofs and it has its own unique spin to it. And although they're all, you know, it's like a little basic gear and, and, and a bus, which these were like economy cars back in the mm-hmm. day. Our generation of grown-up was like, yeah, we'll just do it ourselves. We'll just do it ourselves. Like, I'll make my own panels. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll do – my brother makes fun of me because on my, on my carbon cab, and everybody take a shot because I mentioned one of my cars. <laughs> my carbon cab outside, I did the upholstery in that. And my brother's like, oh, it looks horrible because I put – I see the upholstery guys, they put a little bit of foam, then they put the vinyl. Right, right. And then my brother likes to give me a hard time, like, oh, it looks terrible. Like the thing's bolted in, so it's all spongy looking. I'm like, bro, that's the look. Like I did the same thing. <laughs> but it's like a, it, but it's this, it's this generational thing where we're hands-on a lot, you know. Oh yeah. Which is why I think so many people from the 80s and 80s and, and the early 90s just kept their cars because you had so much sweat equity in those things, you know. And, and doing that, it's like a part of the family. Like, you know, what, wh- the car that you saw at my brother's shop that we're nah, doing the roof man. section in, why, well, when I bought that car for a hundred bucks, like you bought your deluxe for a hundred bucks. When I bought that car for a hundred bucks, my, my little boy was like two, I got a picture of him. He's like two years old standing next to me in the garage. And I'm like, one day, son, I'm gonna build this car and we gonna drive, you know what I mean? And like, and I, and I've had it for so long and now it's like, it's like part of the family. You, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Yep. And, and these things, like everybody remembers, because I take my family, I make my family suffer for the VW hobby. Like it's wintertime, and we'll drive, and not like it's freezing, but it gets cold out here in Vegas. We'll drive to the Speedway and get hot chocolate, and we'll go through the little, they got lights set up out there and all that stuff. And But it's just like, you know, my kids, when they're kids, they're like, oh, this dopey old bus. But, you know, we get inside that, and it's something I built. My yeah. family can enjoy. Oh, yeah. And then when I take it to when I take it to a show where it's not played out, you know what I mean? People are like, "Oh, this is really cool," oh, yeah. you know. So, <laughs> you know, and that's I think the process you go through like when you got done showing it in 2001, you're like, "Ah, you know what? I'm not going to compete, compete with these guys anymore. My life's changed. And I got kids, I got this, I got yeah. that." Like, do you what makes you take a step back out of the hobby?
1: Well, it, you know, it it it's a big goal, you know. Everybody wants to be on the cover. Everybody wants to be, you know, have best of show, you know. And <clears throat> To get there and not, you know, have undercarriage all chromed out mm-hmm. and, you know, car on jack stands and 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 get there is like that's that's huge. You know, and the day of that show I remember there was another bus next to me and his was on jack stands with mirrors I was like, Oh, here we go again, you know? This guy's gonna get it, you know. But
0: uh and then you got and then you got in the show yeah
1: well they you know they went around checking uh, dipsticks the oil they had to have oil and on your dipstick. oh really yeah and then when they went and checked his it, it was clean it was nothing and but his like, wasn't a runner yeah it, well he trailered it in you know uh he was a nice guy but you know just you know, I, I drove mine here man like wow, you drove it here I said, yeah all the way from Wilmington. it's <laughs> not that far but
0: as yeah. far well, anything that's anything that's five miles in California is yeah, like 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah. You know, they got six million people on a, on a 500,000 yeah. people highway. But, so uh, on this, you were telling me one time at a show that you were actually one of the benefits of not being on jack stands. You were at a show during the Northridge earthquake.
1: That's right. I, I don't remember where I was, but it was in 92 when they had the big earthquake. And the same thing, I was parked next to a guy. Uh, his bus was on jack stands. And the earthquake hit, and his bus fell over on one side. And I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> thank God my bus is not on jack
0: So during the Northridge earthquake, you're at a car show. Like that's your that, that's your memory of like where you. In '92. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's when it hit. Yesterday was September 11th, and a lot of people were like, "Where were you?" You know, those things in your life that you remember. Yeah, yeah. And the Northridge earthquake, for sure, Southern California, Northridge earthquake is yeah. definitely one of the things that anybody from Southern California remembers. Mm-hmm. And you happen to be at a car show. And you got reminded, like, that's why I don't do Jack Stanley. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's crazy, man. And so this car you kinda park it, put it away, like just life goes on. I mean what
1: Well after after winning best of show, that was like okay, that was the huge ultimate goal right there.
0: You're not gonna get anything more than that. Yeah, it's
1: like, you know, but I still have fun, you know, driving it out and but that was, you know, hitting the cover and then, you know, nine years later the show it's
0: yeah like
1: that that was cool yeah all that hard work you know all them years finally paid off
0: well i i'm excited that you, i'm excited that you still got the bus i'm excited that you called me up and we got to connect and, yeah, ha- and, and get the story and talk about your bus because i you know i think you'd be surprised if you bring your bus out to a vw event how many people would be definitely nostalgic about seeing it again because I promise you that bus lit a lot of fuses. I know it did for me. Like there's a there's a culmination of like you get a magazine, like, ah oh, man, they did it again. Like, jeez, I gotta get, you know, the magazine was like this thing that would hype you up, which today is kind of I get a lot of feedback from people about the podcast or like, oh man, I go out, I listen to podcasts, and then I go home and just start working on my car because I get hyped. I start thinking about the hobby and all this kind of stuff. And for us, before we had things like that, that we could play in the background while we're in the garage or something. It would be like, oh man, do you see the new issue? I'm like, no, I didn't see it. Oh, bro, you got to see what's on the cover. Like, what, what, what? I got, and then you get it, and you're like, oh man, you're like looking around all the car shows around the world. You're like, oh, or all, you know, all around the country, mm-hmm. you know, and you'd look at stuff like, oh, bro, look at that dude's display, or look at this. And all, like, you would just watch all the phases come in, like the billet wheels and all this stuff. And so, for us, it was just that's where we got our inspiration from. And now, if you bring that thing out. I'll tell you right now, there'd be a lot of people that would tell you that 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 bus started a lot of guys going. That bus turned a lot of people to get buses. That bus made a lot of buses cool, you know, because I know it did for me. I saw that bus. I was like, "Mm, buses are gangster. I'm going to get me a bus and I'm going to hook it up. And it's like these things stick in our minds especially a cover like that to be such an iconic cover which is just a great you know a a great thing as a keepsake for the car and history to go with the car so i commend you for keeping it because sometimes it gets hard sometimes you think like ah you know i don't really drive it man like it's just you know hey the kids want a pool you know what i mean yeah yeah (laughs) there's a lot of things like that but you know the the blood sweat and tears to put it together and then now you've got You've got this bus still, but you got a car you're working on, or that's going to be working on soon, right?
1: Yeah, I got a '67 double cab. Right, right. Uh, Planning on fixing up for my son. Yeah. And you know, I thought about just you know fixing it up, getting it all pimped out before he turns 16. But you know what? I want to do the same thing that you know my dad did with me. You know, pull the engine out, show me how to do it. You know, I want to do those things with him, so he knows how to work on it and take pride in what he's building. And because nowadays. People, people get things too easy, you know, yeah. and they don't take care of it and they don't know what's behind fixing something up and appreciating the value.
0: And, and there's, there, there's something, there's something, I don't want to say magical cause it sounds corny, but I can only describe it as like something, something that's, that's, um, that instills to you the self of accomplishment when you take a car and you can like get this dead car. And then even if you got you know three bolts holding thing together, you can just drive around the block illegally, whatever. Like, Uh just that sense of like I took this lifeless hunk of metal over here, and now it's driving. You know what I mean? Like, for for us as kids, building and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, and we start. A lot of us gravitated towards, uh, you know, the type of cars we got into because of our financial situation like you know some of us didn't have that mini truck money you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> so because yeah. so, it'd be nice going to roll in a toyota be like i'll oh, take yeah. that one on the deeps with the snug top thank you very much uh-huh and dad dad's gonna cover it down and i'm just gonna get in this car and you know what i, th- I might put a steering wheel on but i don't even know if those guys did mm-hmm. any of that putting the steering wheels on i mean there's lit yeah there's- it's a, it's a different it's a different breed of people you know what i mean there was like the guys that built their own stuff and got it and uh and that and and Having our kids be able to get in the cars like, you you met my son that was in here, and yeah, yeah. I've been like, man, since he's a little kid, I've just been like poking him like, all right, and the way I got him, I, this is how you get them all. So everybody listen, turn your radio up right now, because this is what you're going to listen to. This is how you get your kid in the cars. When they're 10 years old, let them drive the car, and it's over. is My son just came in here a little twerp. He's 11 years old. Wait, that little the little one that just came in two seconds, he's behind you. Tell me, oh, the, I didn't the, see. The, it. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, uh, Dad, the plumber's here." I thought like, the other one was eleven. No, no. Like, no, the other one's twenty. <laughs> okay, this one is eleven. I I let him drive. I had a little R thirty two automatic, oh. and we're at uh, we're inside a big fenced area, and so uh, it was at my swap meet and I was collecting tax receipts from people for the the government, right? Stupid government, and so I'm like. All right, push the seat. in a Volkswagen, like new Volkswagens, man, they're built for like the smallest people in the world can get like right up on the steering wheel. So I put him, I said, uh, he was getting bored. You know, kids like, do get super bored. Like, oh, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. And then my kids have had all kinds of motorcycles or whatever. So they know how to drive things, right? So I said, all right, here, just slide the seat all the way up. And uh, I'm going to go talk to these guys. Drive all the way down to the end, then come back and pick me up. And then drive all the way down to the end, come back, pick me up. So we did that like once or twice. And I said, all right, I'm driving, get out. And then I got out of the car to go get some some tax receipts from a guy or something like that. We're close to swap meet, and You got these people that are just stragglers. They ain't gonna get out of there. So I'm over here talking to this guy, I turn around, dude. My son, my my he was uh he was nine, nine years old at the time. Gets out of the car, walks around, goes over to the driver's side, slides the seat all the way up, and just starts <laughs> just starts driving around <laughs> the Sam Boyd Stadium parking lot, like, like come on, oh, and then it pulls up like holling horn, like, come on, like beep, beep, beep. But now he doesn't think he's a car guy. He told me the other day he says, I don't know. I think I'm going to have to be a car guy when I get older because dad and his stupid cars. <laughs> but but what happened is that's how oh, you plant man, that seed. Funny. You let that's them drive funny. when they're young yeah. and and they realize their freedom. Because what happens when they get the digital device and all this stuff, these young kids nowadays, they go to the mall. They go everywhere they want. They talk to their friends without leaving the couch. Yeah. And like my kids, man, I'm yelling. at them like, get out the house. Go to the mall. Go to the mall. Go talk to some girls. Go son, yeah. get away. Go do something. You know what I mean? But. Yeah, that car, the freedom that the, those cars that that cars enable us to have, it just opens up the whole world. Instead of our world being like the block around our house, then it's not now. It's you know all the way around the city. So, right. yeah, you're you're you're. Uh, he's fourteen right now.
1: Yeah, he's fourteen. Your
0: boy. Yep. Yeah, fourteen man. That's the age they start getting gasoline and girls, bro. They get uh-huh. both. Bo- they get a whiff of both of those, and uh, and getting him that instilling into him. How to be able to fix something? It's going to make him completely different than so many kids out there in the world today. Because there's a lot of kids that just like that they, they have they have they don't they don't come from families where they had to be mechanical for some reason, mm-hmm. and now because they're able to be mechanical, they're one of the kids. Like when things get crazy, like your kid might step up and be like, hey, "Let me take a look at that. All right, I, I'll I'll fix it." So and it's funny from these little German cars that we start working on, and a lot of us decide to jump into the the you know to work on own volkswagen because a everybody acts like it's some special car to work on and b we we just have no choice we don't have the money for a mechanic so we got to figure it out on our own so i think there there i I think it should be mandatory in every household that some kid build a car so that way you know kids learn to be resourceful and all that kind of stuff but what uh the plan for the double cab that you that you're going to be building with your son is uh you know to be determined, things are kind of – you got a couple ideas or what? <laughs>
1: well, for now, it's just going to be stock, you know, something for him to drive around and have fun, you know, and then slowly but surely, you know, add the alloys, Yeah, paint, you yeah.
0: know. You going to hand them down the adapters? Yeah. The fan. Uh, I you know what? They're still there. You <laughs> might get Son <laughs> – I don't want you to know what I went through to make these adapters. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to hand them down to you. <laughs> maybe you can polish them up or something. You got to send me a picture of those adapters oh, so I can yeah. post. I'm going to post those adapters on the blog page yeah. that has pictures of what we work on. Because I think it's just it's just a testament of the VW driver. Like, the, like you know what? I don't care. I'm going to make my own. Like You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think to the VW person, because you can breathe life into this dead car and drive it down the street, no matter how sketchy it is. Yeah. Then you look at everything on levels of like sketch, like ah, eh, you know, I did drive a car all the way home with no brake lights, or I did drive a car with no brakes. You know what I mean? So yeah. you start looking at things like I'll make my own wheel adapters. That's so, it. but that's a, that's a testament to the VW driver. You know what I mean? Like the the air cool VW enthusiast is just. You know, and some people, some people shame people. And I don't like to see that. Like when I go to a car show, like I don't look at a guy that's got like an Oklahoma style bug I'm like, "Oh, bro, why you put baja ti- baja wheels with low profile tires?" Like that's his style, bro. That's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I appreciate the variety of people and the hobby that's opened up to just everybody. You know, you got like really rich people that build Volkswagens, and you got a dude who's working working at Target and he's just crushing boxes and building his car. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's all the same hobby, man. Which is what which is what I love about the hobby. So, uh, I, I'm glad that you stopped in to to do this. It's been oh, yeah. fun, been it's fun cool. for me, man. And and I'm hoping I'm a drag it. Now I got you, bro. Here's the problem. Now I got your cell phone number. Now I'm a hassle you, like, hey, bro. Show's coming up. You need me to come by pick your car up, bro. Let's go to the show, whatever. Like, because you got to get it back out there. People want to see it for sure, man. People are gonna be stoked to see the car. Uh, you know, just after so many years, you know, it's just, it's just such a cool thing that you still got it. And uh, I appreciate you coming to visit. I know you're in the middle of a bunch of family stuff. So I'm going to let you get out of here, but uh, anybody wants to, wants to catch up with you. How do people get in touch with you? Are you on Instagram or you uh, got anything out there? You've been social media, low, low yeah, key. No, no.
1: I'm on Facebook. You know, yeah. I started up an Instagram uh, page, but it was just for pictures of the Volkswagen, you know, nice, nice. and then I got family members and friends hitting me up on Instagram, but you know, Hey, it's just for Volkswagen.
0: What's you know? your Instagram handle? Uh, it's,
1: uh, shit. I haven't been on it so long. I don't even know. <laughs> you got, I, I don't you don't gotta, you gotta start, go you gotta start getting on it. You gotta start getting uh, on it. Uh,
0: Bill, Bill Fro Shores. Bill Fro, right. Cause your name, <laughs> your name is, your nickname is Bill Fro. Now why, yeah. now why is that? Well, why?
1: you know, growing up, you mm-hmm. know, Polynesian, you know, I had a big Afro <laughs> and, uh, my friends, you know, I'm going to make a nickname for you. So it was Bill Fro, And that just stuck with me through high school and even after that. So when they see my bus, they'd be, like, oh, it's Bill Fro's bus. Nice. And Wilmington, Pedro, Carson, and that's how they knew me. It was Bill Fro's bus.
0: You got it. But, that, that That's rad, man. I mean, uh, I'm stoked you came down. Uh, I don't want to take up too much of your day. I appreciate you coming on the podcast for sure. And we'll uh, I'll connect everybody with your with your Insta and all that stuff so we can see some people and post some pictures up about the bus. Yeah, and uh, it's
1: we, been a while since I posted any pictures on there. Truthfully, uh, well, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know you're
0: busy. I, 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 you're busy, I know. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you coming down. His wife Milani's been here. She's just a soldier. She's just over yeah. here, just by his side. She yeah. got to enjoy some of the car show experience with him when they first got together. So that, but when you married him, you married the bus too, right? Yeah. Yeah, so she married the bus. She got, That's it. she got all tied up into it. She looks <laughs> you just, She just shakes her head as you just buy another Volkswagen this uh, or Volkswagen that. She's like, yeah. whatever. But it's part of the curse, man. Well, uh, man, big ups to you for building that thing. It's like nice. I said, it's been a, it's a staple in the VW community, and I'm glad to get you on the podcast, man. Thank you, thank you for having me. Man. All right, brother. It's fun. Thanks, man. All right. If you like that episode, make sure you subscribe to Let'sTalkDubs.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. This week's shout-outs are, Sean Barry sent us a message, said that he met my son at Prado two years ago, and he convinced him to listen to the podcast, and ever since he's been a huge fan, Uh, he sent me a picture of his 59 Beetle ragtop, which is pretty dope, I'm not going to lie, sitting fresh on some cookie cutters, I like your style, Sean, that's a dope ride, so appreciate you for uh, sending us a message, appreciate you for supporting Let's Talk Dubs, and look forward to seeing him at Bill and George's One Crazy Weekend in Vegas, and he might win 1,500 smackers. You never know. Cash pays. Money plays. Until next week, guys. Later.
1: A Volkswagen is a nice station wagon to have around the house.